You know, um, one has to look at this bank and look at the, the practical, obviously the practical orientations of that. Um, much of, much of the, the origins of this bank is around the discontent for uh, the original Bretton Woods institutions, the World Bank and the IMF in particular, and, um, and, and really around the structural adjustment programs that they put forward as conditions for, for such lending agencies. And I guess the reality is that uh, this bank, um, the, the new BRICS Development Bank and um, the particular fund that they've got to combat or to, to counter these, despite what is uh, said rhetorically at the meeting, um, will have its own conditionalities. And even the makeup of the bank with 40% or 41% from, uh, from Chinese reserves and then uh, roughly 20% from, from uh, the other three big ones, India, Russia, um, uh, uh, and Brazil, and then obviously 5% from South Africa, does actually echo a similar type of makeup for the Bretton Woods, albeit with other leaders at the top, other leading countries at the top. But uh, the new uh, development bank is expected to support investment in infrastructure and energy generation and the like. Uh, isn't that something that developing economies desperately need uh, to access that sort of funding? Yeah, precisely. It's, um, but that's precisely what the World Bank does and what other lending agencies do now. Um, and, I, and I agree with you with what you're what you suggesting is that perhaps this is a, a, a nice alternative to the World Bank, but um, I don't think we're addressing many of the other issues. Um, what, what, does, what is concerning is that the bank will be used more for uh, political imperatives to, to fund uh, some of the unsavory regimes, and particularly in our own continent, um, where we have actually put forward uh, or we have now established across the continent very, very strong structures, very uh, open structures um, uh, to economic development, etc., um, where it is not as politically influenced as it was in the past. Yes, the BRICS bank, the development bank, will be a, a useful alternative uh, going forward and perhaps an, a, a useful alternative to, um, to maybe highlight some of the, the advances that need to be made in some of the Bretton Woods institutions. But I don't think it could uh, be a viable alternative to the likes of the World Bank and even the IMF. So what do you think we will benefit from this as South Africa? Um, as, as South Africa, we again, we become part of a, another big structure. Um, you can see what the... Uh, the makeup is the the percentage makeup. We are a small partner in this, but we uh, once again, in most as in most cases, we are punching above our weight in um, in these global um, agenda setting um, structures. And and what is I think very very important is that we are playing a role. Um, and I would argue even on behalf of the African continent in reshaping the financial architecture and even contributing to, um, to global governance, to the debate around global governance. What I would suggest as South Africa is uh, to play a, a bigger role, a much stronger role, even though we are a much smaller country, a much smaller economy than the others, in trying to uh, secure um, the headquarters of the, of the bank in our own country. I know this sounds perhaps um, <laughs> kind of an overt... Um, uh, suggestion in many ways, but um, this is what we see for many types of, or many of these multilateral organizations, that the smallest country that does, that is not trying to get some type of um, political headway above the others, um, and in, in this case I speak of China and India, uh, they often opt for the smaller country to host the headquarters of this and to perhaps even uh, take on the presidency for the first five years. And let's, let's also look at the agenda of, the, of, of this particular bank. Most of the countries that might come on, because we, must, we, we also see that the development bank will be very, very active, not only in the BRICS countries, but in other developing nations. And where is this more important than in Africa itself? Africa is now the fastest growing region in the world. Um, it is developing very, very quickly, 
and is in desperate need of these types of financing and this type of infrastructure development that you mentioned earlier. And as for the developed world, do you think that those markets are looking at this and are they at all worried, seeing that critics are saying that uh, this will not be enough uh, to revive the group's waning clout? Now, I, I, I believe that the, the developed world, and I suppose it's, uh, if we look at it in terms of geography, perhaps um, uh, in the Western Hemisphere, the, the United States, Canada, and then Europe, uh, and perhaps um, some of the Asian countries, are looking at this not with concern, but just with, uh, um, with the reality that, um, that the paradigm has now is, is slowly shifting. The, the, the central axis of economic power has, shift, has shifted or is shifting that we've seen, or as we've seen over the last 10 to 15 years. Um, this is just a reality. This is a process that takes place. This is how we have seen economic history evolve over the last um, the last century. And um, I don't look. I don't see them looking at this with any concern at all. Um, the the fact of the matter is that um, debt has shifted from the south and the the east to the north and the west. And um, these reserves, and we know that China has got the biggest reserves in the world, has shifted in the opposite direction, as uh, in, in the same direction as growth. So I, I think they they're looking at this with interest, but not with concern.